agriculture forms, if not purposefully, then organically, by the values, the management styles, the attitudes and the energies of the employees, and the perks and the benefits that create loyalty, fun, and buy-in with your employees. This culture defines the often unwritten but very real rules of behavior. How do your employees act when you're not around? What do they expect from the company? What do your clients or customers expect from your company? Do your employees and your clients feel connected and loyal? Do your programs create space for innovation or are your people highly regulated? Do you provide extra programs like a gym membership or monthly family get-togethers to build relationships of loyalty with your employees and clients? Does your company become a part of the employees or clients story and make that connection? All of these play a part in company culture. Stay tuned as we're going to talk about using story to discover and define company culture, one of the latest new and important business trends. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Today's podcast is a specific business podcast. How do businesses use story to discover and define their company culture? I'm going to start with a couple scenarios. John sat at the table with his head in his hands. He'd recently taken over the marketing department of his mortgage company, and he was trying to figure out what he was doing wrong. He posted on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the spaces they felt that they could reach their customers, but they weren't really getting much response or interaction. How could he improve the interaction with his potential clients? Scenario two, Jillian had just been put in charge of a sales team. She knew that each team was like family here at ABC, and she was now the new leader. How was she going to set up her team dynamic? How was she going to create camaraderie, action, and a highly motivated team? Scenario three, a bright and shiny window company had been around for 20 years. They were well-established and had their way of doing things. And now suddenly, when they were trying to hire people, they were hearing things like, what's your company culture? What the, what is company culture? How were they going to create it? And frankly, why should they care? Today on this podcast, we're going to talk about what company culture is. We'll define it. And then the reasons that you want to define and create your company culture on purpose why you want to use story as the tool for defining and communicating your company culture. So first, what is company culture? For companies who are bent on growth and movement into the future, having great company culture is no longer an option. It's a must. Today's workforce looks closely at company culture when they're deciding where to stake their future and who they want to work for. And the most effective companies are taking this seriously. In 2015, Entrepreneur Magazine published an article titled, 10 Examples of Companies with Fantastic Cultures. I wanna share a couple examples of these companies and what their company cultures were so that you can get a look at what I'm talking about. The first one is Zappos. Zappos has become almost as well known for its culture as it is for the shoes that it sells. 
And one of the things that it's most well known for is fabulous customer service. This starts with who they hire and how they communicate to them what they want. So Zappos starts with a cultural fit interview. This carries half the weight of whether or not the candidate is even hired. And if by chance there's a faux pas and they hire someone who doesn't fit in with the company culture, they offer them a $2,000 stipend to quit after the first week of training. This focus on the importance of company culture is what helps them create the really positive company culture that they have going. They also provide great benefits and a workplace that's fun and dedicated to making customers happy. All of that fits in as a part of it. And they're a great example that when you get company culture right, great customer service and brand recognition happens on its own. The second company I want to share is Southwest Airlines. The airline industry, especially as we've seen lately, is often mocked for grumpy employees and poor customer service. But Southwest Airlines bucks those trends. And the way that they do this is that they empower their employees with a vision of great customer service, and then they give them permission to go the extra mile to make customers happy. They allow them to be innovative. I saw this firsthand when I was riding on Southwest Airlines, and the steward that got up to make the announcements actually did it in a wrap. Another time that I was on there, they did the announcements using scenes from Disney characters, from Disney movies, and putting the Disney characters into it. And it was very creative. And I remember thinking at the time, I wonder if they're just doing this because they like to do it or if it's a company-wide thing. But after reading this article, I think that it was the innovation of the employees because they were empowered to be creative and to help the clients who were flying on the plane have a better experience that this was brought up. And it was very powerful. We went from a bunch of people crammed into a small space trying to tolerate one another to people laughing and smiling and making exchanges and just enjoying what the steward had done. The third company I want to mention is Twitter. Employees of Twitter can't stop raving about the company's culture. The rooftop meetings, the friendly coworkers, and a team-oriented environment in which each person is motivated by the company's goals have inspired praise inside and outside the company. Employees of Twitter can also expect free meals at the San Francisco headquarters, yoga classes, unlimited vacation time for some. These and many of the other aspects of it really help build a space that employees love working in. They particularly claim that they love working with other smart people. Workers rave about being part of a company that's doing something that matters in the world and that nothing gets left undone because every, everyone is working together as a team. These companies that are thriving are building their culture on purpose. But let's talk about why you want to do this on purpose. Company culture has always been around. It's unavoidable. I think that's one of the key things to remember, that if you don't create it on purpose, all of the feelings and energies and systems that you have going on, whether they're organized or not, are going to create your company culture for you. The thing is, is that it's only been within recent history that successful companies have started to create it on purpose. But why have they created it on purpose? 
The first reason is the new millennial workforce. And the statistics that I heard this week were that 70% of the workforce is now the millennials. Whether you love them or hate them, the millennials are the future. They are a large part of the workforce now, and they are also a large part of the customer base. So understanding how they function, what they want, what they need, is a big part of being successful in business now. What's important to them is not just the pay, not just the benefits, but also the culture is equally considered when they decide where they want to work because they're building a story. Every day they build a story on social media. With that story they're building, they want the companies they work for, the careers they have, the things that they bring into their lives to fulfill and portray their own set of values. So the second reason is company culture is the future. The speed at which business ideas and platforms are changing is difficult to keep up with, but look at Airbnb, Uber, Periscope, Google, Zappos, Twitter, These companies that are thriving are paying very close attention to company culture. It's an important new aspect of doing business and certainly one that is working. The third reason to create it on purpose is why in the world would you leave something that was so important to chance? It's going to be there. You might as well create it with purpose because it affects your reputation, your customer and employee loyalty, your retention of employees and your bottom line. How does story align as a tool for company culture development, and why would you want to use it? I think the most obvious reason, story is the genre that every human being, regardless of culture, class, nationality, or even place in history, this is the genre that everybody understands. The human mind will engage and stay engaged with the story far more easily and far longer than they will with any other form of communication. In addition, a story gives people a framework for remembering. So when you share something with your employees, if it's done with stats and charts and propaganda, it's less likely that that will be retained than if it's encompassed in a story. Stories allow us to connect with each other, to build community, to bring people together, to build rapport. We can use story to demonstrate how things should happen. We can use story to demonstrate how we've screwed up, how, how to not do things. This effectiveness of story comes from it being the brain's most effortless path for parsing information. So I think the real question is, why wouldn't you use story as a business tool? These stories are powerful ways to show employees what you expect of them. This is how you use the story. You can use story to show employees how you want things to be done. You can use story to show customers what you're about. You can use story to get management and investors in line with your vision. And all of this can be done just by using your arsenal of stories. Now, of course, you may need to spend time finding out what those stories are, pinpointing them, developing them, becoming comfortable with them, working them into your marketing plans. It's definitely a process, but it's a powerful process. And the final reason why it's a good idea is that social media marketing is all about communicating your story. It's about purposefully building a story that people can connect with over and over. There is a real difference between arbitrarily throwing things on Facebook that aren't coordinated and in creating a company story and image. 
branding around a story that defines who your company is. So there are three types of stories that I want to suggest that you use. And I mentioned these in another podcast, so you can go back and refer to that podcast to get more information on it. But they are the origin story, the value story, and the vision story. Let's start with the origin story. Ask yourself, what does it mean to be us? This is a question every time an American sings the Star Spangled Banner. This is answered every time the Jews retell the story of the Exodus. This is a story that defines for you, for your company, for your employees, for your clients, where you come from and why that matters to them. What was the beginning of your team or business? What was true at the beginning of the organization that is still true today? I'm going to give you an example. So the origin story from Starbucks. Once upon a time, there were three students at the University of San Francisco who became friends. One became an English teacher, one a history teacher, and one a writer. In 1971, they met a man named Alfred Pete, who showed them his special coffee roasting technique. And the three decided to start a company that sold high-quality coffee beans and equipment. They named their company after the first mate in the Moby Dick story. And they knew threw their fortunes in together for better or for worse because they found a quality product. That's what we're about, they say. That's what we've always been about. Quality coffee. A quick peek into what a value story is. The question to ask yourself is, what does your team value? Are you a team that focuses on quality, on customer service, on speed of the deal, on hassle-free, on innovation? To keep these values from ringing hollow in your ears and in your clients' ears, to keep there from bringing a disconnect between your stated value and your actual values, have these stories ready to back them up. So these are the how stories of your team. These are the stories that set behavioral boundaries for people on your team. So one example of that is Etsy. Etsy uses stories, and this is an example of using stories to sell product. Etsy's value is in providing products that are handmade, things that are custom. So on Etsy, the platform is built on people's desire to build one-of-a-kind items instead of mass-produced goods. And the site's most successful vendors don't just have pretty photos and elaborate product descriptions. They also provide details about the craft, the unique materials that were used, the personal lives involved in making them. The consumer identifies with the product from creation to purchase, as well as feeling a personal connection to the creator. So the story behind the product gives the consumer talking points about their unique item. The crafted, upcycled, or vintage goods become treasures. I wanna share a story shared by a management team. This story is used to show how the company employees take responsibility and they share this story over and over as an example. I was sitting in the conference room with Amir and the others on the project team and we were working on the final phase of the alpha implementations when Marcella, our project manager, came into the room. Even before she said anything, I saw the look on her face and my stomach sank. I knew something was wrong. She held up our project plan and we could see her edits all over it. She said, Guys, I've made a critical error. It was a planning mistake that meant we would have to scrap more than 100 labor hours of work. You could feel the team's panic rising like a fever. But Marcella stood there like a rock, making direct eye contact and owning it. Think about that. She could have covered her butt or changed the timeline for the client or shifted around some resources to hide it. 
but instead she had the conviction to face us within minutes of discovering her mistake. And just as amazing, the team immediately supported her. No blame or finger pointing. The reason he said, I'm telling you this story, is I've worked in places where everyone covers their butts and people who make mistakes get dogpiled. What we have here is rare. And as long as we can be that upfront with each other and that supportive, we'll keep delivering the innovations we are known for. These are just a couple stories that show values and how a story can portray those values to the people you're trying to communicate with. These are stories that can be used instead of graphs, charts, and propaganda to show and not tell what you stand for. The last one is vision stories. Another podcast has more information on these, but just a quick plug. The vision stories show where you're going. They don't tell it, they show it. And typically this comes in something like a vision statement, but to truly invite people into where you're headed, it's even better to use this story. So there's a couple of tools. One is comparison. This is where we are now, and then this is where we wanna be. Comparing your company to another company that's already made it that far. Setting up a visual for your employees or your management or your investors of where you're headed with that vision. The second tool to make this is to make up a future story of what your company looks like in one year or five years or 10 years, forever far out your vision is. What does your company look like in that time frame? What are your customers saying about you? What growth have you seen? What's your competition saying about you? What looks different? And create that story and then share it often so that people get on board with that vision so that everybody is working toward that same vision. So what does it look like to utilize these stories in real life management? The first step is that you have to find them. The second step is that you use them in sales meetings to show your employees what's expected. You use them in management meetings to illustrate what's expected of management and to define what the company stands for. You use them in marketing campaigns to show your clients what you're about. You use them on your websites and in your videos and on your social media to define your values, to highlight to your customers and to sell your products. You can also use stories to actually focus on things that your customers have done or to focus on social involvement that you have had to tell the story of those engagements. Have a set of stories available that show your company culture in action. So get excited. Start digging through the stories that have accumulated while you've done business. Stories of successes, stories of failures, stories that show your values. And you can even start recording new stories as they happen, deciding later how you might use them, kind of starting a story repository. Our stories are powerful tools that we can learn to work into almost every aspect of business. And if any of you are sitting there saying, wow, I don't know where to start. I wish someone would help me figure out my stories and how to use them. I'm happy to work with you on a consulting basis. Just reach out and let me know. Thank you for tuning in to the Love Your Story podcast. I hope all you business leaders out there got something valuable out of today's cast. And go to www.loveyourstorypodcast.com and share this with another business leader that you think might gain something from it. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. Thanks for being here.